Greg, Maya, and Betty are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They're just a bunch of nerds who enjoy talking about movies, shows, and current events. So sit back, grab a coffee, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode of All Queued Up. Hey, welcome to a new episode of All Queued Up. This is cool, Greg. What the fuck? (laughs) No, this this isn't good for the show? You know, like this? For any listeners out there, this makes no sense. I mean, I glance up at the screen and you all of a sudden had these sunglasses on and were throwing finger guns to the camera. (laughs) (laughs) This is a new intro. Uh, no, no. I don't want to redo it. This is fun. Oh no! Keep going. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> that was a great. That was awesome. Um, well, for anyone that uh, is listening and didn't know what the hell happened, yeah, I, 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 I was just having fun there. Um, if this is your first episode, uh, this makes no sense. So that's great. But what we do here is we review shows on on streaming podcasts like streaming podcast streaming <laughs> services like netflix hbo max amazon prime what have you we talk and review about it give our thoughts yada yada um well i'm not even reading my notes i'm just it's off the cuff at this point uh i'm your host greg Dietz, and with me always is my don fisher and betty badger how are you two been this week i'm doing good how are you maya i'm good i'm good um the uh we we actually haven't recorded in two weeks, so you know a lot's going on. But yeah, things are good. I'm going to get my COVID booster day after we record, so yay! Ooh, congratulations! Yeah, depending on what time we finish, I might have to let Misty go get hers in my place. <laughs> well, hopefully, it won't be too long because I gotta go grab Misty's sister. <laughs> yeah, gonna do a girls' day lucky i know i've waited a long time for this <laughs> <laughs> how are you um, doing greg i'm doing good uh uh my dad's uh doing better uh health wise um his arms are almost completely healed so that's good that's wonderful that's, news that's fantastic uh mom it's is also, doing it's also his birthday today isn't it it is his birthday today, and I don't know oh. what we're going to do, but I still happy have to birthday, do... Happy birthday, Greg Sr. Yes, happy birthday, Daddy Greg. Yeah, he'll. Uh, my, I know that Jeff called this morning. Jeff, Dad's sitting on the couch, and I'm getting coffee, and he goes... And all of a sudden, I hear his phone go off, and I go, what the hell is that? And he goes, Jeff is calling me at 6.30 in the morning. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, why? And, Je- and he, so he answers the phone, and Jeff goes, happy birthday, Dad. And I went, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I just woke up. That's not fair. <laughs> what time does your dad get up? I well, whenever the hell he wants at this point. Well, I mean, yeah, six thirty is very early to be calling someone. If someone called me at six thirty. I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> well, the other day, like, dad stayed up until like one in the morning and then slept until fucking eleven. So, like, going downstairs, it's a gamble whether he's awake or not. But uh, he's getting to the age now, and his health is at a certain point that 
every time I go downstairs, the part of my brain is just like, make sure he's breathing. And I hate that I have to do that, but that's my life now. Because uh, I'll, I'll tell you this, it, and it's, it's kind of scary, but we got the um, we got the uh, report back about my uh, my aunt Sherry passing away. Um, and it's simple. Her heart literally just stopped. That that's it. There's no more or less about it. Her heart just quit. And I know that, you know, knowing that, I know that can just happen. So there's a part of me that's constantly, like, making sure my parents are okay, like, 24 fucking 7. Yeah, I mean, well, when you have a kid, it's very much the same thing. I mean, uh, every time every time your kid's asleep, you're just, are they still breathing? You know, and fair. after Jeff had his stroke, yeah, I got a lot more vigilant it's like sometimes i just put put my hand out in the middle of the night and touch his back to make sure he's still breathing <laughs> he's not dead yet <laughs> i don't want to lay in bed with a dead body <laughs> understandable i saw a uh i saw a video the other day it was a, i think it was a tiktok but a woman goes um you mentioned kids and she's she's like uh when the baby sleeps through the night and uh she wakes up and she gets out of bed but she has like you know, she's lactated completely mm-hmm. for a shirt and whatnot. And I was laughing about that. And then somebody in the comments goes, and then there's that moment of a moment of absolute panic where you're like, wait, the kid slept through the night. Shit. And you go check on him. Yeah. You're like, is everything okay? Because you're not <laughs> sleeping through the night. If you did sleep through the night, it's because you were so sleep deprived. The moment you wake up, you're just like, why haven't I woken up before? Why isn't the baby crying? You know, is right. it still alive? <laughs> yeah. Anxiety, it's so fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you know, on that note, you know, I you know, uh, like I said, dad's doing better. He's um, we actually got out of the house yesterday. Uh, you know, granted it was just to take him to the hospital, but it was the first time he's been out of the house since he went to the ER. So I just kind of drove him around and showed him a bunch of uh, um, there's a lot of construction going on around where I live, and a lot of it's been completed. So I wanted to show him what was finished. Lucky. <laughs> but it was nice. It was, it was, uh, he, uh, there's a road called, there's a road that, um, it's kind of like an offshoot, but like it's been under construction since June. And, uh, they're almost done with it. So I drove him over there and he was like, it looks really nice. I'm like, yeah, it's a road. It's a road, dad. <laughs> I feel like they're, you can job on it. <laughs> like last week Lydia asked me how long they've been doing construction on our particular stretch of 81 in Virginia and I looked over at her I was like always since I've lived here 20 years I'm probably before that because I don't know when it begins and when it ends at this point I just don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's been under construction since I was born and, yeah uh... yeah <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Maybe awesome. one day That's we'll hilarious. see the end, you know, but hey, <laughs> at least they keep up with the maintenance. Tennessee side is horrible. It's just nothing but potholes. 81 whole stretch, pothole, pothole, pothole. Just brrr, the whole way down. Virginia, there's no potholes, and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> but you're definitely going to take longer to get to your destination because they're fixing any said potholes. Well, right now what they're doing construction on with us is um, they're expanding exit 19 
uh, mm -hmm. the on and off ramps. They've already closed off one um, on ramp to the interstate and doubled it up on the other side. And I guess they're doing that on the other side too. I don't know. It's confusing. They've also got one at the other exit down and I'm just like, I don't know what y'all are doing here, but I'm going to put in roundabouts. Probably, you know, at this point, I'm just, it's like the one at 14. That's a big old giant circle. And I'm just like, why? <laughs> <You know? laughs> There's not enough traffic to warrant what you did here. <laughs> oh boy. But yeah, so, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just happy that things are getting back to somewhat normalcy over here. Mike. My mom's trying to cut back on her smoking significantly. So I think I told you guys this, that she's eating Cheetos to like, if she has a craving for a cigarette, she, she does it. Apparently it helps. Good for her. Uh, mm. And uh, what's funny is literally every time I go to the store, I buy like three or four bags of Cheetos. Like, and I'm talking about like the party bags. And uh, some Cheetos. <laughs> she does too. Um. One of the things that she was doing for a while there was because she has um, uh, she has ulcers in her stomach. One of the things that calms the the pain down is is as dairy, milk or ice cream. So I'd buy her. I'd always buy her ice cream. And the other day she goes, Greg. So I'm gonna take a break on the ice cream for a while because I just think it's too much. And I'm like, Are you sure? And she goes, Yeah, I'll just I'll just drink milk. And the Cheetos seem to be helping. I'm like, Okay, all right. <laughs> You got it. No problem. Well, if she's smoking less, that'll definitely help. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, you know, good for her. Yeah. So, I'm happy over here. But, um, anyway, folks, uh, aside from our lives, uh, we're going to be talking about the Netflix film uh, The Harder They Fall, starring uh, Idris Elba and Jonathan Majors and... Zazie Beats and Regina King and a slew of other very talented fucking people. Um, but there was something else I was going to say and it's totally gone out of my mind. But yeah, that's all we're talking about. Um, oh, that's what it was. And I have a small game I want to play with you two after we're done discussing the movie. Uh, so there's that. Uh, why don't we dive right into the movie? Um, Maya, if you wouldn't mind giving a synopsis for the film for the listeners. Uh, sure, sure. It's a, uh, well, it's a fictional retelling of actual real world, uh, Western characters. Uh, these people actually existed, um, and some of them famous or pretty famous, um, but nothing resembles anything like they actually live through in this movie. Um, it's basically fo focuses on Nat Love. Um, so here's a storyline synopsis. When outlaw Nat Love discovers that his enemy Rufus Buck is being released from prison, he rounds up his gang to track Rufus down and seek revenge. Those riding with him in this assured, righteously new school western include his former love, stagecoach Mary, his right and left-hand man, hot-tempered Bill Pickett, and fast-drawing Jim Beckworth, and a surprising adversary-turned-ally. 
Uh, Rufus Buck has his own fearsome crew, including Treacherous, Trudy Smith, and Cherokee Bill, and they're not a group that knows how to lose. So basically, that's the plot synopsis. Um, yeah. It's, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just going to say right off the bat, I had a lot of fun with this movie. I really, really did. Um, it's definitely not, from my perspective, it was very strongly inspired by Sierra Leone's Spaghetti Westerns. The kind of over the top, uh, uh, shoot 'em up Western style, where um, people get shot and there's blood immediately, you know, blood splatter immediately. There's uh, uh, ridiculous gun battles that I, I fucking love that shit. Like, it's so much fun to me. I, I compared it to a spaghetti Western directed by Quentin Tarantino. In other, well, words, in other words, Django Unchained. It was yeah. Funny you, it's funny you say that, Betty, because Django Unchained and, you know, a lot of his stuff is 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 inspired by Sierra Leone's Spaghetti Westerns. So it's it's it all ties in together. Yeah. Um, I yeah. mean, you know, again, it did have um, details of Django Unchained and I, I, I loved it. I mean, it wasn't really Jeff's thing, and I'm not really a big Western fan myself, but I thought it was very well done. I mean, yeah, I can tell you right the... now that if you're if you're the type of person that like watches a movie that has historical characters in it, but it's not historically accurate, you're probably not going to be into this movie straight up. Um, yeah, but... <laughs> that rings true for me. Well, oh, okay, I love history. But I know whenever I watch a movie about historical characters, it's never going to be fucking accurate. It's just, you know, I have to let it roll and ride with the fun. And it's like if I'm watching it with Lydia, I'll be like, okay, well, this didn't really happen. This is what really happened. But isn't that funny? You know, I mean, <laughs> this isn't the real story. It should inspire you to go out and look at the real story. You know, that's how I feel about it. I, I'm very much like, because like let's 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 take for example, uh, Inglorious Bastards. It is, um, it's not even a retelling. It's straight up a alternate history sort of movie. And I wouldn't per se put this story into that category because it just feels like they took the names of these characters and made them even bigger badasses. Um, yeah, that's essentially what they did. Took their names, and that's about it. Yeah, and it was but, a homage. It wasn't a faithful retelling of anything, but it was no. an homage. It didn't you even know? feel like it was a retelling of a story that happened with these characters. It just kind of was like these characters have, you know, they're 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 popular, as in, uh, well, not popular because obviously some people hadn't even heard of Nat Love, but. Um, <clears throat> You know, they're historical characters that are relatively known, well-known. Um, they have a... What's the word I'm looking for? A famous history, if you will. Like, there's a thing that happened with them, and mm -hmm. and uh, we're just going to have fun with it. It's kind of what it felt like, so. Yeah, I mean, it's like... In other what... words... Go ahead. 
it was more like, you know, when you watch Tombstone, that wasn't a faithful retelling of shit, you know, but it no. was still a fun movie. Right, right. <laughs> I, 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 I liken this to Alan Moore's League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, where he takes famous literary characters and just makes something up completely uh, in the realm of his imagination. And that's what the director did with this. He took existing real-world people and made up something completely from the realm of his imagination. It's it's the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, just real-world. Yeah. And, you know, again, I I thought it was fun. I love the the dark humor in it yeah me too um and i love the no (laughs) stop it i love that my father was racist (laughs) i'm totally kidding that's an inside joke yeah uh there was we were playing video games the other night and there was a there was a story about one of our friends having kind of like his his family lineage had some racist history and uh so we made a joke, and the the punchline was like, "It's okay because my father was racist." So this is just for context of that. But anyway, Betty, go ahead. I did like also how the cinematography showcased, you know, some allegories in you know, like with the towns when they went to rob the bank, that whole town was whitewashed and it was white people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But you had uh, the other town, which was just brimming with color. And I was also like, you know, oh, this is so nice to see. They're actually doing a Western one that everything is, you know, gray clapboard because that's not what the West looked like. A lot of people right. think everything back then was gray clapboard. It's like, no, that it was very colorful. It's still Victorian times. That's how people express their wealth. And, you know, stuff like that. So I love seeing that. And then when they got to the town to rob the bank, I was like, oh, this just makes it even better. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that whole whitewashed town. I, I, I'll say this much also. Um, speaking of that town, uh, I I could honestly watch Idris Elba and Regina King play bad guys forever. Oh, yeah. Like, holy crap. They, they fucking had a blast with those roles. Very clearly. And Jonathan Majors is such a fucking force, dude. Like, oh my god, Zazie yes. Beats is is oh god, dude. Like, that's if if there's anything that we can all three be positive about, the fucking acting from everybody was stellar. Oh, absolutely. I'm not taking anything away from the cast. I just didn't care for, sure. for the actual plot, right? Um, but. Everybody that was in the movie did a wonderful job in their roles. Yeah. Um, I was especially a big fan of um uh oh um <clears throat> the the actor that played Bill Pickett. Oh my uh, gosh, yeah. I, I know his, I know who you're talking about, but I can't think of his name. Eddie Gathegi. Eddie Gathegi, uh, yeah. There you go, there you go. I, I was I was watching it and I was like, where have I seen this guy before? And I realized he actually played a character in season five of Justified. Uh, that ah. was on FX a few years ago. And I was a huge fan of Justified. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's where I was familiar with him. But he killed his role. 
I I actually like I was so invested in the story that when um uh Cherokee Bill oh spoiler alert like very unceremoniously and disrespectfully kills Bill Pickett. I no, was like I was like Bill Pickett, he killed Jim Buckworth. Did he? Oh, you're right, you're right. My bad. I got that wrong. My bad. I was still upset about it. <laughs> I was like, no. Yeah. I saw it no. coming. I kind of uh, did too, but Jim didn't. Buckworth didn't know, that's for sure. <laughs> right through the fucking cheek. Oh, there was so much I liked about this movie. Like, I was trying to get my dad to watch it because I know that he likes spaghetti westerns a lot. So, that was what he grew up on. Yeah, I was sitting there wondering. I was like, I wonder what my pocket would think of this movie. I don't think he'd like it very much. <laughs> <laughs> he loved a good western, but I don't think he'd like this movie very much at all. <laughs> it's not what he grew up with. It's not your grandpa's western. No, no, it is not. It is like, like I said, you know, a, 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 a spaghetti western is is being generous because it is it is more over the top than a spaghetti western. I've I've watched a few with my dad, and especially like I said, Sierra Leone, who kind of created the genre, and there are some badass gunfights that happen in Sierra Leone's movies, but nothing to the degree in this movie um and i think that's will you say his name for me one more time sierra leon i'm saying it wrong but it's yeah you're sierra i know to pronounce i'm to spell it sergio leone sierra yes okay Uh, well i'm I'm saying the last name correctly (laughs) sergio leone and I was like, is he saying Sierra Leone? He is, yeah. And I was like, isn't that a mountain range? Problem with it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> uh, there was a situation a long time ago um, where I was on a a podcast that a couple friends were doing. And we were trying to make a list of um, if we had a, a Hollywood school, like a school where fictional characters could teach classes on different subjects who would you have in that class and i had chosen bullet as the driving instructor um to which i was met with who the fuck is that and i went that's right i watch old movies and people don't so that was a fun little situation so steve fucking mcqueen Hmm. (laughs) well that's kind of what i said i was like i was like bullet fucking in like that movie kind of brought car chases into the the main light like how do you not know what bullet is i was like i was kind of thrown away by that but i know that uh not everyone watches these movies like i do yeah uh anyway um any final thoughts before we move on to a grade uh no um i do want to say that i really enjoyed the performance of um the girl who played Cuffy. I loved Cuffy's character. Yeah, she was really good. That was uh, Danielle Deadwaller. Yes, and she did such an excellent job. I just, I loved her. By the end, I was just heart her. And, I mean, again, this was a really good movie. If If you like something a little bit different, 
this yeah give it a try i think you might enjoy it you know because it's i think the whole thing was just really well done i enjoyed it <laughs> i didn't think i would but i did <laughs> um, hopefully it'll be the same way with cowboy bebop <laughs> i hope so too I, I really hope so i hope that shows better than i don't know it's a netflix adaptation so you know it Hopes could be great there, or it could be bad. Yes. It's a fucking gamble with them, I swear. Yep. <laughs> uh, did you give a grade, Betty? I didn't hear if you did. No, I didn't, but I would definitely give it an A+. I really enjoyed it. I okay. thought it was fun. Uh, Maya? It was beautifully shot. It was very well acted. Uh, but... It didn't land for me. I think it was just better than average. I'd give it a C plus, B minus there kind of range. It was okay. Wasn't anything to write home about, I didn't feel. And I think it's just because I felt that it was trying way too hard to imitate other spaghetti westerns. Like Specifically, I think it was trying too hard to be Django Unchained. Um, and that's just me, you know, my, my opinion, my assessment, but I mean, all the performances were great. It's, it's, it's storyline where it didn't land for me. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. You know, B minus C plus, you know, Somewhere right on that, right, right on the edge there. It's like riding the razor. Uh, you know, it could go either way. You know, and depending, depending on, I think it would be depending on my mood, what I would think of it at the time. You know, if I were to watch it again, uh, was this more of a B movie or is it more of a C movie? You know, it's, it's, it's hard to say. It just depends on the day, I guess. But yeah, uh, what'd you think, Greg? Um, I'm giving it a plus. I, I really fucking enjoyed it. Um, I, it was like, uh, you know, it to me, for me. It was, uh, to me, um, the way that I can describe enjoying this kind of film is coming home to, you know, the smell of, of, you know, something baking in the oven, you grab a blanket and you grab, you know, a bowl of soup or something and then just enjoy a movie. It was like a nice little cozy fucking situation for me. Um, and because the story was simple to a degree and, the fucking acting was like just top fucking notch. Like I just, I really fucking dug it and immediately had to be like, dad, you have to watch this Western to which he still hasn't, which is mind blowing to me. <laughs> I said the word, I said the word Western. So that should have been immediately like, yeah, I'll check it out. But, uh, um, but yeah, I, I yeah, as, I mean, as, as modern Westerns go and there are not many of them, it's decent. You know, I, I don't take that away from it, but it's definitely better than classic westerns. I'm not a, I'm not a classic western fan. You know that John no. Wayne cowboy shit. I hate it. Little I'm generally not either. That's why, I say, like, I have to be very specific when I say like, I'll watch a western as long as spaghetti is in front of it. <laughs> uh, Both literally and figuratively, he's talking like a big bowl of fucking spaghetti yeah. while he's watching his spaghetti western. I mean, I'd like me a big old bowl of spaghetti too. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, 
we've only been live for we've only been recorded for 30 minutes. Well, less than 30 technically. Uh so I'm gonna go. There you go. Uh so we're gonna go ahead and play a game. Um I'm going to pick a movie off the top of my head. Uh here we go. I'm going to tell you the name of the movie, and I you have to guess the Rotten Tomato score. The percentage that it got from critics, not like just users. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm not very Rotten Tomatoes familiar. So. No, neither that's am fine. I. That's, that's exactly why I wanted to play this game. So uh, if you don't know how Rotten Tomatoes works, and I'm, I'm addressing the audience and either of you, if you don't know, um, the way that they do this is uh, when a reviewer comes out with their assessment, let's say they gave it a two out of four stars, right? That's a 50% score. If the reviewer has a different metric for that, they kind of adjust it in regards of percentage. Um, so then they compile all of those reviews and they come up with a percentage of positive re review scores. So the percentage is a positive number. And I say positive only in regards of what was the consensus. Does that sort of make sense? We can try it. Um, Okay, so the first movie here is Biodome from 1996. I saw that in the theaters, and I'm going to say that now this is from critics, right? Not yes, not, yes, professional okay. professional critics. Twenty seven percent. Okay, twenty seven percent. Yeah, okay, that you yep, you got it. Uh, you didn't get the number, but you understand how the game works. So, Betty, what was your yeah. guess? Um. 32%. Uh, Maya was closer. Um, it had a grand total of 4%. Wow. It was Ooh, that hated. Bad. It was that hated. Well, it's any movie where Stephen Baldwin, you can quote, I've got a wicked itch on my nads, is not going to win you a lot of awards at the box office. Uh, <laughs> so, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, let's do this movie. It wasn't good. It wasn't a cinematic achievement by any standards. I mean, in the sense that it made it to the box office, it was a cinematic achievement, and that's about it. I guess they thought it really appealed to us teens. <laughs> that phrase can be said about any Poly Shore movie, really, if we think about it. Well, I guess not. I wouldn't call, you know, Goofy movie a I do, I do have a soft spot for, uh, even though I know it's a bad movie, I do enjoy Son-in-Law. <laughs> here's the thing. Polly Shore movies are, like, nostalgic for me. I yeah. recognize their it's It's like watching Space Jam, you know? You I recognize, recognize that it's a, a piece movie. of crap, but it, you still enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Nostalgia is a hell of a drag. All right, so the next movie on our list is the 1993 classic Jurassic Park. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with a 92% positive score. Okay. 83. Maya nailed it. Wow. It was yeah. 92? 92. Holy shit, I'm awesome. <laughs> uh, let me pull Kitty. up. Kitty. Oh, not that word. I'm literally typing it out. All right, so our next one is the 1991 classic 
Fried Green Tomatoes. Oh. That's my movie. That's my most favorite movie in the world. That's why, that's why I chose it. <laughs> oh, God. I'll let you answer I, I pay attention. I pay attention. I would hope that they gave it at least a 96. I fucking love that movie. How can you not love that movie? It's I'm going with a 96. Movie. It's <laughs> a wonderful that movie. movie. I love that movie very, very much. And I watch it, you know, every chance I get and drive Misty nuts with it. I'm going to say, though, it didn't get as high as a 96. I'm going to say it only got uh, 89. You both overshot that by quite a bit. They didn't S- like it. 74%. They wow. got a hell. <laughs> that mean, I mean, it's it. that's a majority that, that gave it a high score. Like still, I don't care. That movie should have got one hundred percent. You cannot not like that movie. It's amazing. I watch with, it at least twice a year. <laughs> with over one hundred thousand user ratings, one hundred thousand, which is an insane fucking number. That's an insane amount. Yeah. So for seventy-four percent positive, ninety-one percent. They should all love it. Oh, so that's actual. No, not critics. yeah, 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 yeah. The critic one was seventy-four percent with forty-two reviews. The audience score with a hundred thousand was ninety-one uh, percent. So, nine yeah. percent of people said it was. So, bad. I have to say, I do. I when I watch it, I I can quote that fucking movie. I cry every time I watch that movie. I just, it's a comfort thing. I love that movie. It's such a good story. All Secrets right. in the sauce. I haven't seen the movie in so fucking long. Um. So now we're going to move on to the next movie, the 2000 classic, 2000, yeah, year 2000, classic, Dude, Where's My Car? Oh, um, it's not 16, 16, 16%. Uh, 7%. I don't think many people like that one. Maya was very close. 17 percent. I was literally going to say 17 percent. Then I went, No, I don't think it's that good. Let's go to 16. <laughs> wow, uh, it is a good stoner movie, though. I mean, if you like a good chance functioner, <laughs> if you like to get a little high, that's a good stoner movie. Fair enough, fair enough. I, I actually agree with you on that one. Okay, so the next one on our list is the 2001 movie. Uh, that I feel like doesn't get enough love, but that's besides the point. Uh, stars actually David Duchovny, if I'm not mistaken. Evolution. You know, I've never seen it. I know I have. I just can't remember it. That's um, 64%. 52. What was yours, Betty? 64. And my, you said 52 it got out of 139 reviews of 44 percent so my you were closer but still went over so by price of right rule price prices right rules we still no yeah you both technically lost yeah if if i knew what the movie was about maybe i could have made a better guess i can't remember it (laughs) i've i've watched it quite a bit and it's it's fairly simple but like i think david newcuffney plays a um like uh uh something to do with space or a meteorite expert or something to that effect but a meteorite lands and it actually has a uh 
um, a parasite or something in it that uh, when it eats, it like evolves it like by 600% every time that it like every minute or some shit like that. So by the end of the movie, this creature has evolved. Like, I think I remember this now. The, yeah. One have... of the reviews said Ivan Reitman tries to rewrite Ghostbusters but fails miserably. So <laughs> that should tell you a lot. I do. I have little wisps of it in my head now. And yeah, it was David Duchovny, Sean William Scott. Um, I don't remember who else, but it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. It definitely was a movie that exists. It, it's out there. I've seen it. Um, that's facts I can say. <laughs> so our next movie. And I hope you two have seen this. If not, I totally understand because it kind of got buried. But uh, 1999 with 100, uh, uh, sorry, 1999 movie Mystery Men. Starring I, like the, uh, I, own, I own Mystery Men. Yeah, I love, love Mystery, Mystery Men. Men. Okay, good. It's I'm glad. such a cute movie. I'm glad. I fucking love this movie. It, way before its time on terms of like parodies of superhero movies. Absolutely. Way before its time. Um, Which, but, of uh, course, yeah. is actually technically a comic book movie. Technically, um, yeah. Flaming Carrot. You know, it was a comic book. Uh, but yeah, uh, I love the movie. But as a critic, I would say most critics probably didn't think exceptionally highly of it. I'm going to say a 39%. All right. Well, that's funny. I was going to go with 40%. <laughs> they do it. You know, price is you right. Know, I mean, that's that's <laughs> the thing. I don't think most critics liked it. But, yeah, I think it's a great movie. So you're going 40%? Yeah. Okay. So Betty beat you by, the, <laughs> you know, just one higher rule. Uh, 61%. Oh, okay. So they watched the it. They watched it better than I thought. Yeah, it got it got mostly favorable reviews, which is something I, I was not expecting. Yeah, that's that's actually impressive because I, I yeah I didn't think they'd like that one that much. How many thumbs did it get from Siskel and Ebert? That's the question. Oh, damn it! I was typing in the next movie. Let me go check. I was just kidding, because <laughs> I can I can check. Uh, nope, I can't check. Never mind. All right, next movie. I gotta oh, type it God. in now. Um, yeah, I, actually, uh, my brother Josh got to see that movie um, before it's like a month before its release. And oh he yeah, was tell- he was telling me about it one night. He was like, "Dude, it's so good!" So like I, the day I saw the day it came out, I went and saw it. And for years, like because of that movie, because of uh, a few other things, the song "All Star" by Smash Mouth has always been associated to that movie. Yeah. Until fucking Shrek came out, and that's all anybody fucking knows that song from. And I'm like, God, the song was written for fucking Mystery Men. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, I've shown Lydia the original um, music video for it because it has, you know, that movie in it. And I was like, this is what it was for, not for Dane Shrek. Dane Cook's in that movie. <laughs> yep. As the, waffle, the waffler. Waffler. <laughs> oh, goodness, honey, let go of me. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. Kitty on a leg. Kitty on a leg. <laughs> she was enjoying the pets too much. <laughs> Rolls off the couch and grabs onto my leg. Ah. <laughs> okay. So, wow, I know the next movie I'm typing in too. Because um, I'm just pulling these movies off the top of my head because I forgot to actually make a list. So, 
It's just like if a movie pops in there, like the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man, it's going in here. The next movie is from 1993, <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 3. Not one, not two, but three. 13%. 22%. Holy shit, Betty nailed it. Wow. <laughs> nice. Fucking right on the button on that one. Just That's awesome. It. There you go. That's a first. We're both awesome. Yeah. So I've never looked into what this movie got in terms of score. But it comes out, it came out in 1994. Sorry, 1984. 1984. Pretty well known amongst 80s kids. Never-ending story. Love that movie. Saw it in theaters when I was a kid. Such a good movie. I'm actually surprised by the score, but that's besides the point. Um, Any guesses so far? 71%. Okay. 80%. Fucking two in a row. Two in a row. Wow. Wow. I'm glad they gave it that good of reviews, though, because that's that's a classic. I have a soft spot in my heart for that. I've I've seen, have you seen the, uh, you know, the little decorations people will put in potted plants, little ceramic decorations? Mm -hmm. There's one of a tray from the waist up. And then there's oh. another one of Artex's head and the fucking and it's like the <laughs> swamp of sadness and he's sinking in. <laughs> I need to find that. I need that for the store, man. Because that oh, awesome. I will find it for you. I'll find it for you right now. Yeah, I would love one of those. That's amazing. <laughs> I still like. It's funny. I I listen to a lot of comedy music while I'm door dashing, and. Uh, Lonely Island's on there, but I've just like put the entire album not, and I I haven't removed the sketches that they did on the album. But there's one track where it's like, oh, here you go. They are. I'm sending. I'm going to send it to the chat right now. They're 13 pounds. They're from England. Cool. But Lonely Island straight up did a fucking sketch where they were like, uh, "It's Falcor going Atreyu, Falcor, Atreyu, Falcor." Atreyu, Falcor, <laughs> and then it's just Atreyu, Atreyu, uh, Atreyu. Like, oh, oh God. Fucking band, <laughs> band Atreyu. Like, sure. Sorry. There you go, Betty. I put that in the chat. Thank you. All right. Let me do this movie. Uh,. Yeah, I'll do. Oh, Jesus. All right, let me let me let me let it load. Okay, so the next movie is from 2010. It is the it is the fourth movie in the line of these movies, Shrek Forever After, a movie I have not seen. But how how well did the fourth Shrek movie do? Mm. Well, we know. Um, I'm just going to say 46. 46%. Now I'm betting high. I was going to say 37. So the answer is 
Whoops, I fucked up big time. Give me just a second. Oh, I'm familiar with that song by Britney Spears. <laughs> All right. That's rude. So I went to pull up a random number generator, but I accidentally also um, went away from the Rotten Tomatoes website at the exact same time. So that was fun. Okay, let me pull that back up. Shrek. Oh my God, Greg, come on. Okay, so what were you guys' scores again? Sorry. 46. 37. Uh, 58. Oh. Wow. That's Did better impressive. Than, yeah. Um, okay. Still clearly a franchise at what it's welcome by that point. Mm-hmm. Although, I love the first one. Oh, I don't yeah. know if I've ever seen the second one. I think I have. And I know the second one was the one that did incredibly well at the box office. I've seen all of them. I love Shrek. But I know I've not seen the third one or the fourth one. Here we go. Random movie generator. Uh, Nor have I seen Piss and Boots. Piss and Boots? Puss. Puss. Puss and Boots. Never even pissed in a boot. I've pissed in a boot. I, somehow I knew you had. <laughs> oh, here we yeah. go. Okay. Uh, actually all right, pissed this... on a pair of boots <laughs> I probably have but I don't know uh, I was I was sleepwalking um, well, I mean I was on I was on Ambien at the time Jesus <laughs> at least and you didn't get racist it, like, like Roseanne it made me sleepwalk and Misty was pregnant with Madison and I thought I was, I was having a dream I was going to the bathroom and I was standing there pissing in my Doc Martens. Yeah, that tends to be a common thing with sleepwalking. Um, I tried to pee in a drawer when I was five, sleepwalking. And it was a closet. You open the closet and there was like three drawers at the bottom inside the closet. And my dad had to scoop me up real quick. <laughs> I was asleep. I don't remember it. That's awesome. Yeah. Ambien, though, that shit'll get you. Yeah, a couple nights later, I woke up in the front porch with nothing but my tennis shoes on, holding my car keys, and I knew it was time to stop fucking with Ambien. When I got my Sephora order that I didn't remember making, it apparently happened at one o'clock in the morning. I was like, oh, yeah, I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> I'll enjoy the makeup <laughs> I bought for myself, but we ain't doing this again. <laughs> Um, all right, the next movie on the list is Yes Man, starring Jim Carrey from 2008. 30%. Hmm. 34. It is 46%. Huh. 46%. I saw the movie in theaters. I've never seen it. I've seen all right. it. So the next one on the list is from 2009, the 2009 classic, Human Centipede. Uh, 11%. 5%. Surprisingly enough, 49%. <gasps> hmm. 
oh, that's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me worry about humanity. <laughs> My only thought process to why it got such a high score was simply because people like looked at the movie as not a torture porn sort of movie, but like there is a story there about something. I couldn't tell you because I haven't fucking seen it and I don't plan on it, but I know, right? I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I'm judging this book by its fucking cover. I can't get past it. I can't get past it. <laughs> now, I've seen the South Park episode. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, it was funny. Of course. Um the next movie on the list is from 1999. Bicentennial Man. That's a good one. Oh, that is a good one. But I don't think critics liked it as well as I did, so I'm going to say 83%. 76%. You both way overshot it. Oh, really? Wow. That's a movie that tugs at my heartstrings. I want to make a point that Bicentennial Man got a lower Rotten Tomato score than human centipede that's 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 not no there's something <laughs> wrong with the world hmm. oh there's lots of shit wrong with the world <laughs> <laughs> but wow that's specifically shit wrong oh with man the United States yeah right there. fucking wild that's fucking wild like i saw i, I popped that up because i was like I knew I was going to do Bicentennial Man after I said Human Centipede because uh, I have a, I have a random uh, movie generator up right now, and I was like, "There's no, there's no way that that got that, that got that kind of score. What the fuck?" Hmm. I, I'm fucking mind blown. Yeah, let's do this. I got one. I got one. A. Oh, come on. Okay. Uh, Alien 3 from 1992. Mm. Mm. 42%. 56%. 45. Ooh. Really close there, Maya. Really close. Uh, do, 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 do. Trying to find another move. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um... Okay, if I could type it in, for fuck's sake. There we go. Uh, the 2016 classic that everybody loves, Suicide Squad. Ugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> 18%. 12%. 26%. Whoa. Way higher than it should have gotten. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I was being generous. I know. I felt like I was too. Have you seen that piece of steaming shit? Yes. <sighs> I, I didn't think it was. I honestly didn't think it was horrible. I didn't think it was the greatest movie ever. And I definitely wouldn't want to watch it again. But I'm not like, oh, I got to go shit all over this movie. You know, but. I definitely didn't think the critics would like it to that extent. Yeah, fucking, I, 
I pull up a movie here and I'm just like, it got that lower, it got that high. What? It's crazy. Uh trying to find a new one. Oh, here we go. I got I got a movie. I got a movie. Do, 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 uh gotta put the ampersand in there. All right, so the 1991 movie, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. So the sequel. Station. Um, 22%. 27%. So you both way undershot it. 57%. Wow. Wow. So, I guess some people were still doing coke back then. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. Here's a good classic one that I think everyone enjoys to an extent. Uh, the 1986 classic Three Amigos. Which I fucking love 56. this movie, but 56. 67. 45. Hmm. Well, you know, that's not best. No, it's not. Oh, here we go. Here's a good one. The load the fucking goddamn page. Thank you. A 1986 classic short circuit. Oh, I love that movie. I never saw it, but I've seen the second one a shit ton, which is weird that I've never seen the original. I think because the, well, my parents were really strict, my mom specifically, about what content we watched. And she would let me watch a PG 13 movie, but not a rated R movie, you know, because, you know, I was like 11 at the time when it came out on video. So she wouldn't let me watch Short Circuit. The only reason it was rated R was because what? I think because he said a bad word. I mean, really? Was it rated R? Yeah, I, I think it's just because he said like no, it's rated shit. PG. It's rated. Oh, PG. was it? Yeah. I'm, I'm, Maybe she I just didn't it, want to watch it and told you it was rated R. <laughs> probably she wouldn't let me go in the video store much. Yeah, I mean, we watched that one with Lydia when she was little because we're big short circuit fans, <laughs> like robots. I love Chappie too. That was a good movie, I but I know a lot that. of people I... don't agree. <laughs> I, I love it. I love it's in my queue to watch, and I just never watched it. Yeah, I like love a, it. Uh, uh, Neil Blomkamp, I fucking love him, and I just there's like mm -hmm. two movies of his I haven't seen yet, and he's got another one coming out soon. I would love to see his version of Aliens that he wanted to do. Yeah, no, that'd be dope. Uh, as for score for Short Circuit, sixty-eight percent, fifty-two percent. 61. Wow. Our next movie is Hot Shots Part Due from 1993. Uh, 34. 40%. 55. Hmm. Huh. All right. The next one is the 1987 classic Adventures in Babysitting. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. I haven't seen it in a while, but I'm going to say it got a 63. I'm going to say 74. It got a 69. Ay. Ay. 
69 seems apt for that movie for me. <laughs> it does. Uh, the next movie, uh, which I fucking love this movie. I watched it a ton of times. Uh, from 1993, So I Married an Axe Murderer. Mm-hmm. 32%. 54. 51%. Oh. Got a lower score than I ever thought. <laughs> This fucking movie. At least it beat oh Human God. Centipede. <laughs> Always remember, folks, Human Centipede got a 49% positive rating. <laughs> All right, this next one from 2001. The 2001 classic that everyone loves and knows by the, you know, just off the top of their head, Pootie Tang. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, <clears throat> love that movie. Love it. Love that movie. Great. (laughs) No, it's not great, but God, I love that movie. I can't help it. It is a guilty pleasure, and I'm going to say 21%. Guilty is right. Um, All right. Maya or Betty? 15%. 27. Wow. Because I remember that movie. I'm, I'm glad it's your guilty pleasure, but it's not mine. <laughs> I, I saw the skit. I saw the skit from a long time ago, and they were like, we're making a whole movie out of this. And I went, why? How? <laughs> Who authorized this? Anything with J.B. Smoove, I will watch all day. I mean, don't get me I, I, Dude, I love J.B. too, but Jesus Christ, this movie. I did not. It's like fucking watching Norbit, and you're like, oh... Ooh, no. All right. The next movie on the list uh, is from 1994. Naked Gun 33 and a third, The Final Insult. Yeah. 46%. 51%. 54%. Hmm. Very close. All right, and the last movie we're going to do before we wrap this whole jam up is, if it wants to load for me, there we go, uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy from 2021. Oh, this one? Uh, you know, the movie that no one's going to fucking remember 20 years from now, but everyone's still going to remember the original? Betty nailed it. 25%. Wow. (laughs) She got three. That's all. See, this is why I bet on football, but I don't watch it. (laughs) (laughs) This movie was also a massive, massive, massive flop, by the way. Yeah. It did not it did not get the views on HBO Max that they wanted, and it only made like 75 in the box office. It was a big old fucking. Uh, it's and it's a bad movie too. <laughs> it's just, it's a whole slew of problems I could list. I've watched it. I willingly put myself through that, but that's a whole another thing. All right, folks, we're going to wrap up the podcast. Uh, next week we have a lot we got to watch. We're going to watch the first three episodes of Wheel of Time, which I know Betty is very excited about. Um, Maya and I are very interested. Because everyone seems to be stoked that who's read the books. They're just like, oh my god, I can't wait. Um, 
And we're going to watch something that I'm personally extremely excited about. Uh, Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. Um, I've watched the anime through and through like fucking eight or nine times. Um, I've watched the movie a bunch. So I'm, I'm a huge fan of Cowboy Bebop. Would you say that the movie is essential viewing compared to the anime? No, no. Uh, the movie takes place sometime in the middle of the story of the anime. Um, it's, it's hard to kind of place it. Some have said episode 18. I've said episode like 15. Um, and it is just a, f- like a, a new, cause like the, the plot of Cowboy Bebop is that they are bounty hunters. They, they go after new bounties, but they always do high risk, high reward. So the bounties they go after are always like massive fucking murderers that'll shoot them in the head just instantly. But the reward for them is astronomical. So, and they fail more often than they don't. So it's a fantastic show or I I like anime, but uh, this adaptation has me interested because it feels like they gave a fuck about the anime. You know what I mean? Like Yoko Tano did all of the um, music for the anime and she came back to do all the music for the show. Uh, That like the casting seems right the fucking like i don't know like there's something about this that tells me it's going to be good great doubt it fucking doubt it's a netflix adaptation so i doubt it'll be great but i think it'll be good at least that's my hope but um i don't know so but because because it is 10 episodes i don't know how long each episode is going to be probably an hour plus the three hours for wheel of time we have a lot to watch this week that being said, um, it's like the old days, binging yeah. a whole season. Yep. Um, well, and and that's the thing is that you know, there's a lot coming out in the next two months, next three months, I think, that I want to watch. Like, as of recording this today, Tiger King season two came out, which I have to watch, just just because I need to know like what happened after the season one had premiered last year, at the start of the pandemic. Um, so there's just a lot coming out. Okay. Like I said, we, we said this at the last time we recorded, uh, you know, Witcher season two is coming out next month. Hawkeye's coming out at the end of this month. Lost in um, space. The final season of it comes out at the first of the month. Yep. Uh, I'm really excited about Cobra Kai. I know you guys don't give a fuck, but I'm still watching it. I'm super excited about that. It's a very popular uh, show. Like, regardless of how <clears throat> I feel about it, it's a very popular show. So people are going to be watching it. But oh yeah, a fucking ton to watch. Um, so uh, yeah, I don't know how much of it we're going to review personally, but I know that the reason that we're really going to be doing Cowboy Bebop is because I'm going to watch it regardless, and I'd rather watch an entire ten episodes of something that I'm going to review than not. So that's ultimately why. But I do. I am interested in your guys' thoughts on it because you guys haven't watched the anime. I might watch the anime over the next two days and then compare and contrast. Yeah, because I mean, it's available on Netflix now, and it's only twenty six episodes, and they're half an hour apiece. Yeah, twenty two minutes if you really bear down on it. So I can get that watched over the next couple of days. One of my uh, one of my big things that I tell people about Cowboy Bebop often is uh, um, um, 
Um, um, um, um, um. Oh, I just had the thought. One Holy of the shit! It's you just... tell people about Cowboy Bebop often, and then it's gone. It's just gone. Like the thought yeah. I was going to say to you about watching it. <sighs> oh anyway, well. yeah, it's it's gone. Um. Oh, that's okay. I got it. I got it. Holy crap! Watch it dubbed. I know that there's this big argument: sub versus dubbed. Genuinely, the dub for Cowboy Bebop is fucking stellar. It really, okay. really is. So okay. I, I highly recommend watching it sub and then our dub. That's because that's how most of <clears throat> people my age had watched it when it first premiered on Adult Swim back in like yeah. fucking 2000, 2000, 2001. 2001. Yeah. So um, that's what I was trying to say. Jesus, well, that fucking left me in a heartbeat. Uh, but yeah, so other than that, Wheel of Time, Cowboy Bebop next week. Um, make sure you follow all our socials um, uh, on on. Wow, I can't believe I said it that way. How did I remember that? Listed below. That's what it was. They're listed below the video and the podcast, regardless. But yeah, go follow all those. Uh, check out the Teespring store. If you're looking for a new shirt, a new hat, a mug, um, no other apparel. What? No hats. I thought there were hats on there. How often do we do this where I just forget that there's no hats on there? Pretty much every time you try to name off products that are on there. I'm just going to have a list of products that are on there. Anyway. There's a lot of that we have. We have a few things on there. You can get our uh, cartoon faces on, and our and our logo. So there's that. Uh, make sure you go check out the YouTube channel. Um, that's where you see the live video. If you're listening to this on a, on a podcast or something, podcast streaming service, audio platform, audio platform. Uh, go to the YouTube channel. Give it a follow, a like. Uh, helps the algorithm. Helps us out. Yada yada yada. Uh, I have a list here of things I need to say, and my brain just goes, Stop looking at it and just think, just think off the top of your head. And then I just sound like a rambling idiot. So there's that every week. Uh, yeah, that's all I got here. Anyway, most uh, <laughs> slow down, Greg. Maya, where can folks find you? <laughs> Laughing at you. Um, <laughs> uh, find me on Facebook under my name, Maya Don Fisher. It's a public profile. So if you wish to follow me on either Twitter or Instagram, also, you can do that from Facebook. Uh, if you want to catch me on other shows, I'm on three other podcasts that are on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. Uh, each Wednesday on alternating Wednesdays, one Wednesday at 9 30 p.m. Eastern on Figure Banging. It's a live action figure review show. And then the alternate Wednesdays at 9 p.m. Eastern on Shelf Gravy on occasion, uh, which is a diorama building slash tutorial slash painting, uh, figure customizing, uh, you know, it's that kind of thing. Uh, interactive live chat, answer questions about techniques and tips and tricks. And then every Friday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on Nerd Life Syndicate, where we break down and talk about everything in the week ranging, uh, covering pop culture and entertainment, ranging from movies, TV shows, comic books, toys, etc. And that's everywhere where you can find me. What about you, Benny? You can find me on Twitter at Bright Betty, and you can find me on Facebook under Betty Badger Ogletree. And pretty soon you can find me at my store which I hope to have open for Black Friday. That'll be great. Hey. I'm excited for you. Me too. <laughs> uh, you can follow me on all socials under Chub Rock Geek. Um, I really, really re want to do a, uh, a podcast here soon with Anthony about all the video game news and whatnot that's happened over 
the couple months or whatever. Plus the um, the video game awards is coming out soon on December 9th. And all of the nominations have been posted. So I'd love to get his opinion on that. So if that ever happens, you can follow um, that podcast over on uh, Mission Start Podcast on any podcast service that you have, I think, that Anthony actually wants to put it on. Hmm. Um, uh, other than that, that's uh, that's all you can find. That's that's it. That's all I am. That's that's everywhere hmm. that I am. That's it and that's all. Uh if you want to, um, I do have a YouTube channel called uh, Chub Rock Channel, Chub Rock Geek Channel. I just posted a video over there where I was playing with a couple friends on Fall Guys, and uh, I turned on a stream because I just like to have something on in the background while I'm playing a game. And the guy that I turned on, he was in the game I was currently in. Like yeah. it was completely coincidental. And so my thought was, well, now I kind of have to mildly troll him. And when I say mildly, I mean, like, not eliminate him, but hold him. Like, grab him and, like, kind of fuck with him a little bit. Um, was it newbie? No, it was not newbie. No, I wasn't playing oh. with newbie. I was just, but some some of the people that newbie have, has introduced me to. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, the guy that I was watching was just somebody I, I had followed, like, last year because he plays Fall Guys. That was it. That was the only reason I followed him. Um, well, what was funny was I, the, the, the character Bert, which is like a little penguin in the game. Uh, one of his friends was holding Bert in this map and I grabbed that friend on accident, launching Bert into the slime. So then they called me a Bert murderer. And so then it went to the final right after that round and they were just chasing me around, uh, thin ice, Maya, <laughs> trying to eliminate me. And it was but fucking hilarious. Fucking luck. Yeah. It was well, funny. I won. Uh, and uh, so the video is of my angle and then theirs. And it's, oh, it's that's pretty cool. Good, but, but yeah, so if you want to, if, if that's something that interests you, if you want to go check out that video, it's over on YouTube. It's about 12 minutes long because it's two angles of a almost an entire match. But, uh, but yeah, um, yeah, that's about it for me. Um, uh yeah thank you everyone for listening especially to me ramble at the end of these every every week every week you think i'd have it down after four four plus years but nope nope <laughs> and i'm never going to like nope. you need to know that's never going to change this is just who i am as a person i've had to come to terms with it you do too if you listen um <laughs> maya's comes to terms with it i think but oh are yeah getting there? are you getting there with the, my my rambling say what Huh? <laughs> nope, that's the appropriate response. That's good. Uh, anyway, again, uh, Wheel of Time, Cowboy Bebop comes out the same day we publish this episode. Watch those. Join us next week, and we'll see you then. All right. Peace, love, and polypops. Take care, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>